Well, it's good to see you on a Friday night in the mag room. All around the world you can hear them. Hey, hey, hey. Talking about using kind of funny stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Mag room. Mag room. The mag room. The mag room. I thought this was kind of interesting for today, January 5th. In, 1750, in 1757, uh, on this date in history, uh, Louis XV of France survived an assassination attempt by Robert Francois Domion, who becomes the last person to be executed in France by drawing and quartering the traditional form of capital punishment used for regicide. You know what regicide is? King, yeah, try to kill try a to king. Kill a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is drawing and quartering? Well, let's see. Oh, well, here we'll get to that. I just oh, want to sorry. read you a little. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. We're good. <laughs> Everything's good. Uh, Robert Francois Damien. It's spelled like Damien's. D A M I E N S. I like your. I like your accent. I think it's probably Damien, right? Yeah, it's nice. Sounds like you got like all. Robert Francois Damion, surname also, oh, I don't care about that, uh, was a French domestic servant whose attempted assassination of King Louis XV in 1757 culminated in his public execution. And then he was the last person, da 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 da. Uh, he was born on January 9th, so maybe we should try to record four days from now and <laughs> talk about his birthday. 1715 in La Tiole, Lyon. A village near Arras in northern France. He enlisted in the army. After his discharge, he became a domestic servant. I don't exactly know what that means, but I guess... Like, yeah, uh, like, you know, like, um, probably did stuff around the house. Butler, clean yeah, okay. stuff. Uh, at a college of Jesuit priests in Paris, he was dismissed from there, as well oh, as boy. from other employments, from misconduct, which mm. earned him the moniker Robert Robert Le Diable, or Robert the... Devil? Yep. Uh, his motivation has always been debated, with some historians considering him to have been mentally unstable. Oh, yeah? From his answers under interrogation, Damien seems to have been put into a state of agitation by the uproar that followed the refusal of the French Catholic clergy to grant the holy sacraments to members of the Jansenist sect. I don't know what Jansenists are. He appears to have laid the ultimate blame for that on the king and so formed a plan to punish him. So on January 5th, 1757, the king was entering the, his carriage. Uh, Damien rushed past the king's bodyguards and stabbed him with a pen knife. Pen knife. Mm, that seems like not a good plan. You gotta get, there's like a couple spots you could get to kill him. Louis, so it was January, so Louis XV's thick winter clothes were protective, mm. and so the knife inflicted only a slight wound, penetrating <laughs> one centimeter into his chest. Nah, nevertheless, Louis was bleeding and called for a confessor to be brought to him. He thought he was going to die with a as one he feared centimeter? He might, as he feared he might die. When the queen ran to Louis's side, he asked forgiveness for his numerous affairs. So he got stabbed <laughs> by a pen knife, one centimeter in his chest, like, oh, I'm so sorry, I've been f***ing everybody in town. <laughs> Fetched from his prison cell on the morning of March 28, 1757, Damien allegedly said, La journée sera rude, which means the day will be hard. 
He kind of mm. underplayed. He under, underplayed the severity of it. Hey, everybody! It's going to be a hard day for me today. If <laughs> hey, you could... <laughs> hey, guys! I know it's going to be a tough day. Can I you sleep just, in fi- just fifteen more minutes? I'll be. If you could just back off a little bit, I'm going to have a tough day. I think. Got coffee ready yet? <laughs> he was first subjected to a torture in which his legs were painfully compressed by devices called boots. Which doesn't really sound that <laughs> doesn't sound like that First, much. We are going to dress. We're going to tie these shoes really tight around your feet. And boots is in quotes and it's underlined, so it must mean something Ooh, else. There must have been some boots. torture yeah. device. He was uh, then tortured with red hot pinchers. Um, Mm-hmm. The, the hand which he had held the knife in was burned using sulfur, molten wax, molten lead, and boiling oil were poured into his wounds. Oh, Jesus. After emasculating Damien. Damien so he cut off his balls? Cut off his wiener and his balls, yep. Oh, uh, Jesus. Harnessed horses to his arms and legs to be dismembered. Ah, uh, that's the drawn and quartered. Drawn and quartered. I think that's the drawing in the quarter. Yes, that's the horse's... But Damien's limbs did not separate easily. Uh, Yeah, right. The officiants ordered Sanson. uh, That was like the... Sanson? Your buddy's uh, great-grandfather, Ken Sanson, (laughs) uh, to cut Damien's tendons. And once that was done, the horses were able to perform the dismemberment. And they cut it with a penknife. Once Damien's was dismembered, to the applause of the crowd... His reportedly still living torso was burnt at the stake. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Some accounts say he died when his last remaining arm was removed. Okay. So, not a, was it a tough day? I don't know. I died before my last arm. The, the last arm thing will throw you guys off, because I think that's when I really, that's when yeah, I really yeah, felt it. Really um, became tough. How do they have such good um, information about it? That's what I always wonder. Uh, the execution was witnessed by. Uh, is we Google something for me? It was Casanova. Was that Giacomo Casanova? Is that the famous woman's ladies' man Casanova? Italian adventurer and author. Yeah, lived from 1725 to 1798. Oh, you said he was an author. Well, there yeah. you go. This guy witnessed it, so he probably wrote about it. I mean, he did. And then he, it, and then he was right. on the run. I have it right in front of me. Then he returned to Venice. What year did this guy get? 1757. 1757. Yeah, this guy was alive. Relationship. Um, flirtations, bedroom games, and okay. short-term liaisons were common among nobles who married for social connections rather than love. Okay, so his, Casanova was at that execution. He saw that his happen. His personality was dominated by his sensual urges. Ooh, his ideal element, his ideal liaison had elements beyond sex, included complicated plots, heroes and villains, and gallant outcomes. His pattern here was his pattern: he would distract, govern an attractive woman in trouble with a brutish or jealous lover. He would ameliorate her difficulty. She would show her gratitude. He would seduce her. A short and exciting affair would ensue. Feeling a loss, uh, feeling a boredom setting in, he would plead his unworthiness and arrange for her marriage or pairing with a worthy man. Arrange for her. See, I do all those other things, but I've never been. You don't want to be with me. You want to be with this guy. Yeah, I've already paid for. I've already paid for the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Casanova's actions can be considered by many in modern times to be predatory. 
especially since he frequently got targeted young, insecure, or emotionally exposed women. you to tell me a little bit about your car buying experience you will let the people know that you bought a new car this year i did was it an exciting time to be buying a new car or was it a stressful nightmare for you because <laughs> it is for many um and it starts as soon as you walk onto that dealer lot was that the case for you oh, i'm gonna put this paper in front of you so i went I? I had gone a few months before and put in an order and the guy was kind of like here's the msrp and there's these extra fees. So he was pretty out front with everything. And I put down a deposit. But then he said, things might change. And I was like, oh, boy. We had to finish the deal. So I just kept emailing because I had to take out a loan. I said, well, how much is the car all in so I can get a loan? And he wouldn't really answer it. He kept, like, dodging. And, and I'm like, oh, boy, this isn't going to be good. So I sent him all the information because we got some tax breaks and all this stuff because we got an electric car. Okay. And I thought, like, all right, he'll have everything. And he finally gave the price. He's like, this is about what well, might be a tad more, but it's this is about. I'm like, great. So I figure, all right, we've done all that legwork. I've given him all this information. When we come in, it'll be quick. It was not quick. <laughs> it was, like, so slow. And I get why now. Like, he he was really thorough. And Michelle had never driven the car. So I'm like, all right, before we definitely say yes, Michelle, you should drive it. She drove it. It took, like, a half an hour. And he showed her all the stuff, and she's like, yeah, it looks great. All right, so we'll buy it. And then it was like everything, like he was doing the tax break thing, and he was like, this, I don't know how to do it. It's kind of a pain. He was just like complaining about everything. Basically, he took, and he was waiting. He had another guy come, and he's like, oh, I got a four o'clock. And I'm like, we made an appointment. I don't know what to tell you. And the guy after us was like an all-cash sale, so he totally just wanted to do that one because it was going to be over and. 20, the guy was buying like a $70,000 truck with just cash. I was like, all right. So it took forever. We were there like four hours. Um, but at the end, he's like, make sure you get, I mean, you're going to get a rating. Make sure you give me a, a 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's like anything else less than that. Chevy doesn't like it. I was kind of like, depends what they ask me. I'm like, that. What'd you get? You didn't even t say that. Chevy Bolt. It's fine. I mean, it's like the uncoolest electric car you can buy. So how come? It's just like a little, it's not that little, but it's like a hatchback that just looks like a normal, boring car. So the best thing about, so electric cars have some pain in the ass stuff. But if you don't ever travel that far, the best thing about it, like more, our car has like a 250 mile range, which is pretty far, but it's a pain in the ass if you have to charge it sure. out in the wild. But we're not going to do that. We're using commute. And there is no maintenance yeah. Besides rotating the tires, because there's no fluids. Right. Besides, like, filling your... Oil. Well, there's got to be oil and stuff, right? No, there's no oil. There's nothing. It's in a battery and electrical. That's it. So there's literally... You just get your like tires the, rotated. That's like it. Like, the gears that turn don't require oil? There's nothing. That's interesting. There's nothing in it. You don't have to do anything. Huh. And you don't, if you don't want to rotate your tires, you don't even have to do that. It's a fun story. Yeah, so it was exciting. I was hoping it wasn't this. Um, do you remember what, <laughs> what day you bought your car? Um, when did we finish it? Was it the day after Christmas by any chance? It was a couple days after Christmas. Well, this happened on December 26, 2023. Um, okay. I, saw, I saw this uh, pop up on my news, and I, I feared that the magroom might never be again. Oh, I see. An Odessa man was charged after leading Phelps County and Marie's, Co Marie's County 
deputies on a high-speed chase on Highway 63 on Friday night. Phelps County deputies said the driver, later identified as Jeremy Sisk, 30, refused to pull over and took off at a high rate of speed on northbound Highway 63. They said they pursued Sisk at speeds of more than 100 miles an hour and were joined by Marie's <laughs> County deputies once they crossed the county line. So I thought maybe you stole the car off a lot or something. That would have been awesome. I realized it was Jeremy. And he spells his name stupid, too. He spells Jeremy, <laughs> J-E-R-A-M-Y. Maybe that's my alias. Once the chase got into Vienna County... Uh, do they have to keep changing the cops? Like, is it like Roscoe like in, P. Coltrane? <laughs> like in Dukes of Hazard. That's exactly what I was thinking. Once they got into Vienna, but it says Marie's County, they continued the pursuit. So apparently in real life, you don't have to stop right at the county line. You probably have to get permission from the other county. Right. And then they chased the Sonata into Osage County. This guy went over... At least four counties, I guess. That's a lot of driving. <laughs> at, at 100 miles an hour. They charged Sisk with felony counts of resisting and receiving <laughs> stolen property. And then was he drawn and quartered and his balls were cut off? And- <laughs> yeah, well, he was booked into Phelps County Jail for interrogation and torture. An initial hearing was scheduled for December 27th. <laughs> the best December part 27th. was it just shows the difference between the two decades. The guy stabbed somebody with a pen knife oh, right, and basically right, right, was right. like ripped apart and, <laughs> and this balls kid cut off. This kid's probably a free man right now. Yeah, he probably got off. But what should they do? What would be the equivalent? Like they run him over with a car? Or drawn quarter him but with cars, I guess. I see. Would be kind of cool. Probably shouldn't be a death sentence what he did, though. He's got to go to go to court. See yeah. what he gets. See what the um, the jury awards him, or awards him. <laughs> yeah, you Sent- won. Sentence sentences him. Jim, let's hear what he won. Drawn and quartered you it, you with your host it. Jared Sisk. <laughs> That'd be a cool show. Drawn and quartered with Jared <laughs> Drawn Sisk. Drawn and quartered. And you're like a judge. You let you're a, you kind of see the world in a judgy. Uh, nice. A, it's like the a, people's court, but I actually get to like kill people. kill people. Yeah. They're like the guy in the the guy who's in there. He's like, I didn't realize that uh, you could actually kill me. Well, sorry, you signed the papers. Yeah, it's America's hottest game show. Drawing a quarter with Jared Sisk. Should have looked this up on YouTube the first beforehand. Yep. Sorry, pal. Put your arms and legs in these (laughs) lassos. (laughs) How do you draw a quarter? Oh man. Yeah. Would you if you so, were at, if you were like Casanova's buddy and he was like, "Hey, do you want to go watch the execution?" Would you have gone? People seemed to be into that back in those days. I mean, I guess there wasn't much going on, so yeah, dude, they don't have television. They didn't have screens. They didn't have this. They didn't have uh, nothing. It's like, yeah. holy, shit, they're gonna rip a guy I, apart with horses in town square. I wonder if they felt guilty they at all. Going. Did they feel guilty at all after? Like, well, they probably thought it was justified, right? If you do something. Like, say someone was trying to, like, kill your parents and you killed them, you would think it was justified. So you might, I don't know if you'd feel bad. A big part of that being a little overzealous in the punishment department for me is the fact that he didn't actually kill the king. Now, I know yeah. I, I know that I, I don't want to say that that's the, my line for things, because I, I, think, I think if you intend on doing something horrible and you don't carry it out, I just don't, I don't know. I, I, that could almost be worse. I mean, you almost Then you're think, still on the run. What are they going to let him do? Like, hey, yeah, just don't do it again. 
He'd be like, I promise I won't do it tomorrow. Yeah. Where Where's the king tomorrow? Yeah, because I have three pen knives at home. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm bringing backups next time. Good thing I got the pack of three at the store. Yeah, Amazon's cool like that. <laughs> it was much cheaper per unit price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was my sisk story. You stole a car. Mark's Hopper. More Mark's Hopper. Let's see what else I got here. Uh, you want to just hear like a feel-good story? Um, Young Chop. This is from uh, the Denverite. Uh, okay. Headline is a rundown motel became an accidental sanctuary for hundreds of migrants. In them, its owner found renewed purpose and meaning. So Young Chop Prince. That's the a fe- that's a female owner um, of a of a motel. That's Young, a cool name. Young Chop Prince. Yeah. Had given up on her life in Denver. Her oh, husband, wow. her husband of four decades, had died. So had her thirty-three-year-old son after living, after years living with cancer. The motel they'd run together was falling apart. She was painfully lonely, and she felt like it was time for her to leave for good. Wow, this is feel good so far. It's give it time. This is building. It's like a good song. <laughs> but that's like an awful leading. I haven't reached the crescendo yet, Jared. Um, so the 73-year-old was preparing to shut, her, uh, shut down her, her hotel. She was going to go to South Korea where she grew up, and she planned to spend her days there as a missionary. But on the eve of the closure, a woman appeared in the cold with a half dozen Venezuelan boys with nowhere else to go. That's a lot of boys. Prince uh, invited them inside, free of charge, but there were so many more men, women, and children who, like them, thousands of other migrants who had arrived in Denver this year, we're struggling to stay warm. Can you just can you just reopen the hotel? Like, is that guys? It's back open again. <laughs> I stopped paying the taxes and everything. I I alerted the uh, the what would the board be that takes care of elevators and things like that? So nice, the safety um, board. <laughs> but Christmas is set. Well, I don't know. Maybe life can be like that sometimes, Jared. Let's not. What about the fire inspector? What about Gary Prince or whatever your guy was who? Oh. Gary Smith. Gary Smith. What if he came by and he's like, I thought this hotel was closed. <laughs> uh, that night, two strangers created a safe space that grew into a home for about 300 people. Oh, um, Jesus. There yeah, were so, six. So 300 people have moved into this motel. Does um, she And she doesn't need any money or anything? Well, she gets donations. People bring foods. Food banks in the city bring her stuff. This thing's getting shut down for sure. Well, but this un- accidental family is unlikely to last here forever, though Prince is willing to bear some costs and has won support from uh, well-meaning locals. The motel is not in great shape and has earned thousands of dollars in fines from Denver's health department. <laughs> from Gary Smith. <laughs> Gary Smith. So basically, that's it. There's right. a nice story about a woman who Who's opened gonna her. Now, who's now going to get <laughs> shut down for a health fire? I was trying to find the good part quickly <laughs> <Yeah>. here. Uh, <laughs> and all the migrants sent back out. And Young Cha, who now has no money to get back to Korea and now has to live on the street with them. Um, that was feel good. There's too many pages in this story. <laughs> So it said that these people have kind of become her family and she wakes up in the morning and cooks dinner and people are donating food. And yes, they're accumulating Gary Smith fines and they're going to get shut down eventually. But 
you know, people are trying to help, and the Gary Smiths of the world are going to f*** it up for everybody, but there is goodness out there. And Motel has attracted some unwelcome attention, too. She's contending with at least $40,000 in fines. So wait, is this not a happy story? I thought that when I heard it, I was it made me feel good. Is this not a happy story? <laughs> so I the end it. was, so while it lasts, this accidental, unusual family is taking comfort in each other's company. Yeah. As the nights know. get colder. But they had yeah. to say, so while it lasts. <laughs> she said she was lonely. With She had two years without her son. Yeah. If, once, if the health inspection closes this down, she'll probably kill herself and the kid. <laughs> She didn't say that. Wow. She's going to go to Korea. It's, yeah, it's too bad. Flee to Korea to be a priest. I wonder a, she knows we don't, a, we don't have a king in the U.S., but... Missionary. She wants to go be a missionary. Yeah, I wonder if that part's made up. Maybe she said, I want to do missionary. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> they, just, they just missed it. She's like, all right, let's go with that. I just want to f*** now. Do you know the last, like... The last, like, ten years have been crazy. My husband died. My kid died. These <laughs> migrants moved into my hotel, and it was cool for a while, but I haven't had, I haven't gotten laid in the 2020s. <laughs> it's, it's too long. I just want missionary. I just want regular old missionary. And then NPR is like, oh, she would like great. to become a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, Jesus. Whatever, I guess you can go with that. But <laughs> when you actually meet me, I'm going to show you what I really want to do. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, this was about uh, the Jerry Springer show. Do you remember those shows? The, like yes. Jerry Springer. What else was there? Phil Donahue. Uh, Maury Povich had a show. Who was the lady that wore the red glasses? Sally Jesse Raphael. Do you have any thoughts on it? I just thought I'd... Let's see. We kind of used to watch Springer, right? I feel like my our senior year of college, in between classes, we used to go back to my apartment and watch Jerry Springer sometimes, as well as other things. It wasn't like a... No, we didn't really watch it every day. But I kind of remember, like, occasionally putting it on and watching it. That was never really my cup of tea entertainment-wise. I don't particularly like that kind of stuff. My dad loved Jerry Springer. So, yeah, whatever. What's the... Is there a new one that we should start watching? No, so the Denver Zoo, there there was a new baby... And they were unsure which orangutan, 30-year-old Barani or 16-year-old Jaya, was the father. Nice. Of the new baby. <laughs> so they did so that's what it, so they did a DNA test and they hired in front, more in front of a live studio audience. Well, they hired Maury Povich <laughs> to make the announcement. That's great. What's the zoo? Where is it? Denver Zoo. Okay. Ooh, like my story about the lady who with the uh, young chow fat. Which is so a lot of Denver. That, that girl is living in the motel. That orangutan <laughs> young, is living in the motel. Young chow fat? That was <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> young and now chow I sound prince. racist. I'm sorry, Prince. <laughs> yeah. It was, that's right. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think the father was? Barani or Jaya? 
do they have pictures? Is there anything that I could, uh, any sort of clues yes, I could, could get? Yes, you could tell which one was. <laughs> um, so I'm just basically well, going you on the, age. I'm just going on age. That's the well, only. Well, the mother's name is. Do you have the mother's Ar- age? Arena. Okay. It was have- Arena. It was Arena's first baby. How old is she? Doesn't say. Oh, that's such an important part of the story. It tells the age of the other female orangutans in there. What? This is terrible. <clears throat> it says Hesty is 13 and Sarah is 5. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, there we go. I don't want... If it's a five-year-old monkey, I don't know... Can we even talk about this or is this offensive? <laughs> a 30-year-old dad and a five-year-old mom monkey? Is that... Is that cool? She moved... All right. She moved in 2016 when she was eight. So, so she's she was, 15. So she's 15. I'm going to say, oh, she could have daddy issues, though. 15-year-old <laughs> go with a 16-year-old or a 30-year-old? That's the question, right? Yes. Yep. I'm going to say she went up. Uh, it was it was 30-year-old 30, Barani. Yes, I was right. You were right. All right. This one is about crime. We started with crime and we'll end with crime. Have you do you have you ever had anything um, stolen from you? My car, I had a my car stolen oh. when I lived in Baltimore. Oh, you told that story on a this. Punk. There was yeah. a segment about that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a car stolen. Have I had anything else stolen? I've had my heart stolen. Wow. By Casanova? Yeah, by Casanova. We were at, we he had just taken me to a public execution. We were having such <laughs> yeah. a good time, and I thought it was going to happen. Look, that, not look, not goes along. Not, not much goes on in this town. Uh, the restaurant's kind of sucked. Do you want to go to a public execution with me tonight? It should be pretty cool. Give me your number. I'll invite you to this execution later. <laughs> I'll text uh, you. HMU. HMU about the execution. What Is there the an execution, execution emoji? <laughs> oh, we just thought of the same thing. I think that should be the end of the show. This woman had I, her driveway stolen. <laughs> How do you steal a driveway? I don't know. Some contract, she put her home up for sale. People showed up at her property measuring the driveway. She asked the contractor why he was there. He, some, the man told her someone from Tampa had inquired about replacing the concrete slabs outside her house. The job didn't go ahead because the contractor demanded full payment and proof of property ownership before starting the job. And when Brochu, this is the woman, also sounds French, said <laughs> contracted the police, the contractors told her that the mysterious Andre claimed to them that he had simply made a mistake with the address. Is that? I wonder if they called him the mysterious Andre. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a tip-off for her. A week later, Brochu's doorbell camera captured footage of a mini digger tearing up the concrete slabs on her driveway. By the time the cops arrived, which seems very slowly, the new <laughs> contractors had hauled away the broken up concrete, leaving behind just a dirt track between the road and the house. It said some to Rocky Sanchez, that's her realtor, his realtor. <laughs> Rocky with an eye. Where, where where is this taking place? Do you um, it says Florida. It doesn't say. Of course, of course, it's Rocky Sanchez, the mysterious Andre. This whole thing. Florida is- woman has entire driveway stolen. I That's swear the to God, article. there's some kind of a scam that has to do with cleaning driveways that I've seen before on YouTube. 
the end says, so they posted on Facebook and received comments saying they'd come across similar incidents involving houses being repainted or having their roof replaced. I don't understand. What's the scam? I don't get it. Rocky Sanchez getting a lot of quotes in these articles. Maybe Rocky Sanchez did it. Hey, I didn't steal your driveway. <laughs> you wait for it. Slitty keeps hey. telling me I, I stole the driveway. <laughs> How do they not find a truck carrying a bunch of the driveway? It's not a short drive. It's like the size of your driveway. Yeah, I wonder what the scam is. Is there a point to this story? No. Like, I have a... Um, maybe I know the mysterious Andre, now that I think about it. There is a sign in my store. I let people hang their little uh, business cards and whatnot up. And there's a sign in my store that says, Ponds filled for free, basically. Mm. And what they do, people always want to know what it is that's... Uh, you know, they'll put dirt in. No, they don't put dirt in. They put busted up driveways and pavers and concrete and things like that. They just into fill into your pond. So they're just trying pond, to get rid so of d- stuff. Displaces all the water. Yeah, and then you put dirt on top of that. So maybe that's what they use this for. They yeah, ripped up the driveway the, to fill up the pond for free. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It seems like uh, you're just losing money all over the place. Uh, mis- well, it's like Robin Hood. They're just taken from the rich to fill up other people's holes. Yeah. I mean, it is a mysterious thing. If you were, if you knew that that's what I was doing, you would say, Mark's a little mysterious lately. He's got, he got, he bought maybe a bunch mi- of, maybe uh, we should call him Mysterious Mark. He bought a bunch of jackhammers and he's been stealing driveways <laughs> only to put them in his neighbor's yards that don't, no longer want their ponds. <laughs> the, uh, the, follow the, follow the pond signs. We'll send a message to the, and I wear, I wear a green cape when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you would throw a smoke bomb and disappear when you... <laughs> As I'm stealing him. He's getting away! I, get, I mean, I guess would the scam... And I don't know if I'm being funny or being serious right now. Would the scam be that you ruin her driveway so she now has to buy a driveway? And then you, you or you just maybe... just post a sign on the telephone pole near there? driveway paving cheap and they're like wait a second I do, I do need my driveway paved that's so crazy that that <laughs> sign appeared alright produced by mysterious Andre <laughs> theme song by Maggie Ellox we have a new email address no episode with it's been published yet but the magroom at hotmail.com I wanted to tell you, I don't know why, I just wanted to say I like our new, I don't know if this makes any sense, but I like our email address. I don't think I properly conveyed it when we were talking last week. Yeah, I don't I know if I wasn't, wasn't paying much attention or whatever, but we have our own thing. There's no numbers involved. There's no weird hyphens or anything. It's just the magroom at hotmail.com. I think you got us a good email address. I, th- I feel like that is going to spark a little bit of the... Um, uh, excitement into the show for this yeah. new year. For the new year, that was a good was start. Was a good start to twenty twenty four. Yeah, I'm glad you followed up because I was really excited, and you were not as like. No, I wasn't. I, I remember you saying it. And I didn't. Re- it didn't really register with me, and I was. I, I know this sounds you know, something, but I was taking a shower this week in the morning, and I and I <laughs> popped into my mind, and I remember as I was getting dressed, as I was naked in my bedroom, I was thinking to myself. <laughs> 
I got to somehow let Jared know that I like our email address because I don't think I really said it last week. I really did. I swear to God, at like 8, 12 in the morning, I was naked and thinking of you, Jared. I like it. I like the, um, I was exceptionally excited about the Hotmail part. That's good. I don't think I, I think I did say last week. I don't think I ever had a Hotmail address. I don't know what the. Well, I just, they don't really exist. I didn't even know they existed anymore. Um, great. Well, the magroom at hotmail.com can always write us a letter put down your phone this week we're now into the january it's gets a gets a little slow at this time of year you got to reinvigorate yourself and if you're down or let 300 homeless people live in your house for a couple of weeks and yeah, take them in and adopt them as a family do that this year or pen knife the king well don't do that because then you don't want to get your legs and arms ripped off and you're yeah. still breathing wow. still Still living corpse set on fire in town That guy Square. Joy rid Joy he went joyriding with his car and he didn't get anything and the woman who's helping three hundred people is gonna get forty thousand dollars in fines. Better to pen knife the king and just get it done. But if none of that stuff works, you know what you can always do. <laughs> you can stick with the stick mag with room. the mag room. Everything, Everything else, else is cream, cream cheese. cheese. Have a good week, everybody. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. The my groom's good. Ooh, ooh, I like my groom. I like my groom. Ooh, ooh, my groom is good. My groom is good. We all make mistakes.